Hi, hi, Sylvia. How are you today? I'm doing so well today, Antonia. How are you today? I am great. I am very great. So our topic today is selling is not telling. It is questioning. Hmm. What do you have to say about this thought-provoking topic? I think it's a tricky one today, if I'm being quite honest with you, because I think asking the right questions does take uh, quite a lot of thought and practice with regards to sales. You know, I think that it's not something that you can necessarily master overnight. It is definitely a lot of trial and error, especially dependent on what you are selling, whether it's a product or a service. So I think Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to have a great discussion today. I think we're going to talk about a lot of uh, things that I think are going to bring some insights to um, whoever is tuning in today. And I would like to say that we start off very badly as sales professionals. We never tend to research the prospect, understand the prospect in terms of where they work, right? where they was working from before, the tasks that they did and the tasks that they are presently doing. Fast-tracking ourselves with this pandemic right now, we are seeing that this is the great reshuffle where many people are transitioning to other jobs because they are realizing now that they don't know if something like this will happen again. So they want to go into career fields that they know that will be recession-proof or disaster-proof. So we now have to be abreast in terms of understanding our prospect and understanding our prospect needs. And that is why selling is not telling, but is all about questioning. So we now as sales professionals want to question our prospects to get to understand our prospects before we can even speak about our product. Don't try to speak about your product when it is it never asks the right questions about your prospect and what is their needs because this is not about us this is about we serving them which is the prospect Mm -hmm. yes well a key thing to keep in mind as you mentioned with the pandemic People are going in and out of jobs. No no longer is the good old, you know, work somewhere for 30, 40 years. That's kind of, that's so not true. really a norm anymore, you know. So we're moving on to very fast-paced living lifestyles, right, where most of it can be remote. Half of it, it can be a hybrid mix or, you know, you're back in the office for some cases, right? So within that setting, you are dealing with a huge shift and therefore you do, are you are coming across a lot of different people and like you mentioned, your prospect, <laughs> they may come from a very, very different background than what you're used to. So, you know, when you are uh, interviewing or not interviewing or speaking to them, you do have to kind of like think outside the box in terms of the questions that you're asking them. And like you mentioned, you're not trying to push the product onto them. You're really trying to understand their specific case scenario because like you and I, like most people, we are living in a very different lifestyle right now. You know, Mm -hmm. we are not living our typical lives that we would pre-COVID. So I think it is really important to figure out what exactly your your client has experienced during pandemic because asking the right questions with regards to that will actually let you know more about the person that you're dealing with, more about what you can guide the conversation to afterwards, whether or not that person even needs your product, whether, you know, 
that that <laughs> the full mm-hmm. circle right so no I, I do think with right now with what's going on i think people are coming in from such such unique backgrounds that you know um i think that you really have to un- be able to understand people as well right and that comes with psychology and asking the right questions to actually get a deeper understanding of the person not just yes and no questions and not just posing your product as the end all hmm. and two vital things you said it make sure and know that your prospect wants your product because you could have a lengthy presentation and at the end it do not fit the prospect requirements and they know uh, they don't want your product so it basically you wasted time when you could be focusing on another prospect who really need your product so sometimes we have to do really rush into the presentation but really understand our prospect and that is where the questioning comes in so selling is not telling it is really questioning and to go a little further right we as individuals we always like to talk but we don't listen in selling <laughs> listening with our ears is most important i witness where not myself but i witness a sales professional or prospect having a conversation and they're supposed to be a top sales professional in the industry and the prospect asks a question and they replied it not answer the prospect question but maybe their mind was somewhere else that they just answer you know suddenly and that now is to show that you don't have that full interest in me meaning the prospect so in other words now the prospect may want to backpedal and be like um i don't think i would um i don't think i, I may want to purchase today <laughs> i don't think i may want to purchase today i think i may want to think about it and when it is you give that prospect the time to think about it they're just saying that but they don't necessarily will want to purchase your product but they just leave you hanging by saying that they want to think about it so we have to be mindful that when it is we go before a prospect if it's for five or ten minutes just have that acute sense and show the prospect that you really care about them and about their business and when it is you do that you will see a difference in terms of even the feedback when it asks the quest right questions to the prospect the feedback that you will get will be easier for you now to give recommendations as to what product may serve you well and those sorts of things oh no of course i think a really really key point to think here is that we think we can multitask but unfortunately we cannot no No. multitasking is just it is the enemy because trust me your mind if you, you truly think that you can focus on two things at once if you can focus on what the person in front of you saying and let's just say what you had for dinner at the same time you can't Mm-hmm. So the second that you start thinking about something else, the second you st- uh, you know your brain starts to think, oh this, oh that, you're not listening to what the prospect can or is saying. And trust me, everybody 
can sense that anybody can sense that when you're not being listened to it's very transparent like you mentioned before your answers are quick and snappy because you're just replying to reply you're not giving more information you're not showing any empathy right you're just responding to respond and then it just creates this atmosphere where I don't feel like I'm talking to somebody that actually cares about my needs I'm talking to once again a, a salesperson Somebody that wants to sell sell me something. That's their agenda. And they have that's the thing. That's when it creates a setting like an agenda. Okay, well this person needs to do this. Okay, they're just they you know, I'm just a 10 minute um, window to them that they need to just sell sell sell. So, you're right. And when it comes to, you know, the act of listening, you do have to be fully present and emerged in what your prospect is saying, you know, turn your phone off if you're in a virtual meeting or when you are, you know, in person, just focus solely however much time you have with that person on what they're saying because mm-hmm. then will be you'll be able to ask follow-up questions afterwards. You know, we have questions in sales, we have questions in the beginning, we write at the, you know, at the beginning of the pitch all throughout, you know, to the close to the follow-up. There are so many branches of questions and if you start right away by being active and present within that conversation, within that pitch, within, you know, listening to what your client really, really needs, it will make the rest of the sale a lot easier for you as well because you have different references that you can use of what your prospect or client is telling you, you know, you can actually, when you actively listen, you can reference that into the conversation later. So it is, it's so crucial. You got to be fully listening. Yes. You can't be distracted and everyone gets distracted. It's okay for a, mo- a moment, but you just really fully have to set your attention on the prospect. They're the most important thing at that moment when you are talking, speaking to them. Correct. And in sales, the most important place to be is in front of the prospect. You could be on social media, you could multitask, talking to somebody else, typing out um, content for your social media page. But when you're in front of that prospect, you want to give that prospect their individual attention. And if it is you feel that you could multitask, why don't you try to drive down the road with your phone in your hand, texting (laughs) and driving? And most people can't do that. So if you can't do that, right, how could you be in front of a prospect trying to multitask? And the end result is to close that sale. So when you really think about it, we just spin in top and mud. And the most important part, as I did mention, is to be in front of your prospects because basically the more prospects that you meet, you're filling up your pipeline and that probability will be able for you now to close more sales. So it's basically giving that prospect the undivided attention and listening with your two ears and responding to exactly what the prospect asks. Don't try to respond for respondency. That yes, is a no yes. Oh, that's, that's the worst when you have a question ready in your brain we've Mm -hmm. done this everybody's done this or sorry an answer in your brain you're going to ask a question you hear what the person says and you know exactly what you want to say next you don't even really it's like you have a narrative in that dialogue Mm -hmm. like you are not actually presently and actively listening you're just there to voice whatever you want to voice right so that can be seen very commonly within a sales script 
you know if you are following a sales script okay well you know you have to say that you know you have to say that so if you're sticking to it to the point that there is no you know wiggle space it's very transparent especially during sales calls let's just say virtual ones because then you're just constantly saying okay well this okay well this person said they answered my question now i'm going to ask them another question now i'm going to you know what i mean instead of letting mm -hmm. the conversation flow instead of le listening to what your prospect is uh, telling you new, new information you can always revert back obviously you can always revert back with a question later so afterwards but if you are escalating then it kind of defeats you know this whole um report building that you're trying to yeah. do right mm -hmm. it's it doesn't create that genuine connection it just creates a very unauthentic one one that you just appear as the traditional salesman you know it's so true it's so true <laughs> and some people think that extroverts are great salespeople. no the more you talk the prospect don't want to hear about what you have to say they want to hear what you have to say yes but they want you to also listen and an introvert might be too shy because they now may not talk much. So the best thing to be is an ambivert in between. Yes. And in that way now, you will be more appreciated. So we have to always practice the fundamentals to be great at anything. Michael Jordan, um, this next basketball player, King James, LeBron of course. James, right? <laughs> they, when it is you watch their biography or watch their interviews, they always practice the fundamentals and get that to the best of their ability. And when they do that now, then they could go on and do whatever other tricks that they will want to do. So before their games, they always try to practice the fundamentals, which will be doing a, a three-point shoot, doing a dunk, because at the end of the day is the fundamentals that will win the game, not the skills. So as salespeople, we have to practice now, you know, reading over our script, having a script, planning is most important. So you have a script, you know that you have to go and meet a prospect within an hour. Yes, you may be rehearsed in the morning, but nothing is wrong if it is you rehearse a half an hour before your script. So when it go before the prospect now, everything could flow fluently and always try to avoid the song like a robot because they could know that if it is that you wrote a script, you want to be not robotic, but you want to flow and everything will be all right. So the fundamentals, practicing that will become a great salesperson. Anybody just practice the fundamentals. Oh yeah, that's like like you mentioned. I love your examples there. LeBron James obviously is ta taking over, uh, you know, the court nowadays. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's so I love basketball. So it's <laughs> it's. <laughs> I love how you brought that up. But regarding what we do, I think you know when you start off and you you're in this situation that you don't know what's the outcome right especially when you're very new to this so you have this script initially you're using the script and you want to be able to initially you know read every single sentence because you don't want to miss something mm -hmm. but then that just creates such a robotic person that just you, you might as well just be selling 
with a computer at that point. You know, you know those virtual chats that they are yes, like, how can yeah. I help you? You know, one for this, two for that. That at that point, it's that, right? So the whole beauty of you know sales and the reason why sales is never gonna die out also is because you're dealing with actual people, right? Mm -hmm. And so how as salesmen or salespeople, we build up fundamentals? Well, we practice. We practice our sales script. We practice, you know, how to overcome various objectives, especially with regards to whatever sale department you may be working in or working in or wherever you're working in. You have to also have the right questions, right? So the right questions, for example, for you and your product or service and my product or service are going to be completely different. There may be some overlap as to how to ask better questions, but there are still variances, right? So that's why you have to have your fundamentals and then you can build on those fundamentals. It's an ever going process. So if you don't like learning, unfortunately, this is not a, you know, a path for you because you do have to continuously <laughs> learn. There are like how we were doing things four years ago, five years ago, two years ago is very different than how we're doing things now. You know, so like true. Zoom calls, Skype calls back in the day, right? Teams, whatever you choose. That's a complete different aspect that's been, you know, around for real, just a little, you know, a little bit of time. But it's a fundamental aspect when it comes to sales, because at this point, most of the people you are meeting are virtually, you know, so mm -hmm. you do have to build up on that and it will come with time. It can be very frustrating in the beginning when you're trying to figure it all out, but that's okay. It's you just got to keep on going, persevere and you'll get there, you know? Correct. So true. And do you believe that sales professionals are entrepreneurs? In a way, yes. I feel like everybody has a little bit of entrepreneurial spirit if you are within sales. I think there are a lot of characteristics that overlap with both an entrepreneur and a salesperson. So I think that in order, if you really want, you know, your business to succeed as an entrepreneur, you have to think like a salesperson. Correct. So yes. critically. And same with them. I would also throw in a little bit of marketing in there as well, actually. Mm -hmm. You do have to, like, as an entrepreneur, you have to, you have to have so many, so many skills, right? You do have to understand uh, how to sell and how to stand out in a very competitive market because almost any single market at this point is competitive, you know? So, and so same true. with the marketing. You, I think like anybody that has those two skills or that is trying to at least learn those two skills can honestly succeed in a lot of businesses with a new entrepreneurial start. So for sure, yeah. And which one you would say more important, um, personal branding or sales? Oof, you put me in a tough spot there. Okay. I think from my personal aspect, I think even if you haven't have a, like a very strong personal brand develop, but you can talk your talk within sales, I think sales can almost overlap the personal branding because so you can true. eventually learn how to create your brand. You know, you can, mm -hmm. well, there's so many resources, right? You can speak to other people, but I feel like with sales, if you can sell, you can sell anything, let's be honest. If you can yeah. sell a house, you can sell appliances, you can sell, you know, software. I think it's safe to say you can, it's a very transferable skill. Whereas with your personal brand, it's just you as a person, right? So that's a more marketing, I would say. So I definitely would say sales over, over personal brand, but off to each their own. <laughs> I will agree with you 100% because at the end of the day, 
if it is that you have a company and no revenue is generating, your personal brand can't do nothing for you. So your personal brand is basically you, right? Yes, people buy from people, but at the end of the day, a salesperson have that psychological background where they know how to ask the right questions. Falling back to selling is not telling, it is questioning. And it's more about psychology, understanding your buyer behavior because due to technology and how technology has fast tracked so much, a lot of buyers are more privy to information. So buyers now are more skeptical. So as a salesperson, you have to understand these traits of your customers and be able now to overcome that hurdle and basically sell. So selling sales is much more important than personal branding. And each person, no matter what it is that they do, whether it be their accountant, their HR person, their cleaner, their owner, they have to know how to sell because you are selling as an HR person to the candidate why they should choose to come to your organization to work. You are selling to a janitor as to why they should be cleaning that department effectively and efficiently. So at the end of the day, in a nutshell, sales is it? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. My favorite point ever. If somebody doesn't believe in sales, just think about an interview. Just think about any interview. I don't care what job you're going into. You are selling yourself. You are selling yourself and the idea of you and what you have to offer. And if somebody doesn't buy that, then you just didn't sell well. So it's just that simple. (laughs) So, Sylvia, this conversation was really nice, right? I enjoyed it a lot. Um, Selling is not telling this questioning. Everyone who is watching right now, thank you for viewing. For those who are watching on the replay, thank you. And you will see us again because we always try to come with topics that is trending, that is relatable to you. And we try to give that comparison so that in simplest terms that you could understand it effectively and efficiently and use it in your daily lives because sales is everything. Of course, yes, yes. We're always going to come up with something new and fun to talk about. And today was so good. It was such a relevant topic into why you should really, really, really think about what questions to ask regarding whatever business you're running. Definitely. So you have a great one, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Take care. All right. Okay, you take care also.